1: Welcome to the Baton Twirling Podcast, a show about all things baton twirling. From the latest news to interviews with world champions and connections made along the way. I am your host, Sarah Rudine. Baton twirling has taken me on an amazing journey, and I'm here to share part of that journey with all of you, one episode at a time. So sit back, enjoy the show, and let's get rolling. Hey, welcome back. Today we are speaking with the twirling sponsor at Shiner High School. If you haven't grabbed our freebie yet about how to approach your band director about twirling on the field, check out batontwirling101.com forward slash Shiner to get your copy. Let's get started with today's episode. You already heard from the band director, but I thought it would be so awesome to hear from the sponsor who works directly with the Twirler. So go ahead and tell us your name and what you currently do here in Shiner, Texas at Shiner High School. Uh, My name is Anastasia Rehak. I teach
2: sixth grade social studies and science. I also coach, uh, I assist uh, uh, varsity, volleyball, and Mm -hmm. softball. And I'm the junior high and high school Twirling
1: sponsor. So how did you get into this? Like, who grabbed your hand and said, hey, there's a twirling line. We want you to...
2: (laughs) Well, when I first uh, got a position here, I was actually teaching just fourth grade Mm -hmm. writing. And um, uh, the twirling sponsor previous to me, uh, she was... We were just kind of talking, and I was talking about how I had been on the line in junior high and all through high school. uh, But I hadn't really competed or done anything like that since I was like in sixth grade but she knew that I had the experience and she had been wanting to get out of it because she had a brand new grandbaby Aww. so um I <laughs> kind of just uh said yes I would help out and then mm. that same very same year that I said I would uh, be this twirling sponsor they asked me to come back and coach oh, nice. so I kind of got double duty my first my <laughs> next year back as a coach and a sponsor so it's been a uh, been a lot going on it's oh. been it's been fun.
1: <laughs> How did you get into the other sports?
2: I had I'd been coaching previously and oh, okay. then when I had my our first son, I uh, had taken a year off and then we moved this direction from mm-hmm. Uvalde area and uh a position opened up so I applied and, and I got it and then they knew I had coached so they they needed some extra help so they asked if I would help out. I said great, I'd love to, so
1: that's so awesome. And my sister's a teacher and I always say like, you guys don't get paid enough. Yeah. <laughs> you guys do everything and like mm-hmm. you shape these lives. It's so amazing. So I just want to say thank you so much for being an amazing <laughs> teacher and taking on all these things. Um, what has been one of the best things about leading the sponsorship of this group?
2: I think just getting to know the girls more on a one-on-one basis and mm-hmm. then seeing them together as a group, but just you get to see their personalities outside of sports, yeah. outside of the classroom, and they're really interesting girls, and um, they really love what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They love to be out there and entertaining, and they really enjoy it, and I really enjoy actually helping the younger ones. Mm-hmm. um Hone in on their skills and get better, and um, encourage them to go out and do more. Mm-hmm. So that's been the fun part.
1: Uh, what's been one of the hardest things about running it? Time, oh, time. Yeah. I don't have the time.
2: Because <laughs> if you look at my uh, weekly schedule, if in the fall mm-hmm. we have volleyball practice every day or games Tuesdays and Fridays. Oh, yeah. The only time I can do practice with the girls are on the weekends. Okay. If I don't have a tournament, it's just time. If I had more time, it'd yeah. be great. That's the only thing. Is just I'm spread out a little bit. I don't have time.
1: Yeah. Um, So as far as the program goes, if anybody outside or anybody listening to this was saying, I really want to start a program at my high school or my junior high, what advice would you give to them?
2: Um, I would say first talk with the band director. Mm -hmm. I didn't start this program initially. I I took it over. It had been here for years. Um, I would talk to the band director, see if that was something they'd be interested in. Mm-hmm. Doing because this program is a part of the band. It's, yeah. you can't, it's not separate, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, but I would say start there, go to your principal, go to the superintendent, and if they're all on board, I, I don't see why that wouldn't be possible at any junior high or high school.
1: Mm-hmm. Who does the routines and
2: who helps um, them? The routines have been passed down from girls previously mm-hmm. who have had coaches in the past. Okay. So, um, Or we've gone to camps. hmm we're, we'll, we'll go to the one in Gonzales again this year at the, yeah. the South Texas Camp of Champions. So we'll go to that one again. This will be our second year going, mm-hmm. which I loved it last year. It was great.
1: Yeah. Um, I went when I was younger, so I'm yeah. like, oh, it's still amazing. They always have great teachers there. Yes.
2: Yeah, and a lot of our younger girls actually work with a lot of the past that have Mm -hmm. gone through here that have graduated and are at college now so a lot of them are getting lessons from them oh nice um but not actually having a real coach is is a little tough Mm -hmm. um it's either routines the girls have meshed together themselves or something (laughs) that i've made up or that i've remembered from when i was in high school Mm -hmm. so we kind of just piece together stuff and we make it work great
1: Um, If it came down to it, do you think that they could, that they would benefit from like an online type
2: learning? Oh, totally. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because we have a band website, which we have a Twirler link to, which has like our feature that's graduating this year. Mm -hmm. She made the routine for our junior high kids. We posted that video for them to watch and practice Mm -hmm. extra at home. Yeah, that'd be great.
1: And as far as fundamentals, do you th- do you see a need for yes, them def- to learn? Definitely,
2: because I know that we've you've mentioned it today, the thumb toss, and mm-hmm. I've mentioned it before <laughs> multiple times. And I think hearing it from somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not me. <laughs> I think it might resonate a little bit more with these girls. They're like, yeah. "Oh, someone else is noticing it too." So maybe I should start doing it. Yeah, but yeah, fundamentals are key. <laughs> yeah, that that makes
1: me happy. I'm working on a fundamentals um, thing right now, so hopefully, yes. Once it's done and well. I've I've
2: even researched and I've tried to find like a list of every single fundamental that there possibly is and it's hard to find.
1: You currently hold tryouts every single year is this something that they've always done or is this something that's somewhat new?
2: No as far as I know they've always held tryouts. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the expectations in the past have been um, different than what my expectations are. Um, Good yeah. I want to be able to do more with the girls Mm -hmm. so I I think as far as fundamentals go I expect a little bit more. Yeah. So we can do more in our routines as a whole because what I noticed last year going to the um south texas camp mm-hmm. champions for the first time i noticed that there's a lot of teams there that are way above oh, yeah. some some of our rose levels and i just it would be awesome to push them a little bit more yeah you know, for them if they really want it i think that they if they worked harder at mm-hmm. it then we can meet that level so my expectations cool. a little bit a little bit higher than what they've been in the past good I think that's great, and I hope that I hope that pushes them more yeah, than, pushes. Deter, than deter than deter them from wanting to participate. Which I think mm-hmm. it shows it. It has. They've been working really hard. Yeah, I can
1: tell the difference <laughs> from last year to this year. That's so. good.
2: It's been you've been doing a great job. Thank <laughs> you. Some people think that it's a dying field. I don't think mm-hmm. really it is. I think it's just not not everyone is into it right now. Or, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not, I mean, I think once people start, I think more with social media, I think it's becoming a more yeah. open thing. Uh, there's there's kids out there that posting their routines all the time. Like if mm-hmm. I just go on YouTube like a routine,
1: yeah. I have
2: a variety of age groups that I can go, huh. that I see. Like I even have, I can see little girls showing fundamentals or routines on YouTube. So yeah, I think uh, if that's something that people are interested in, yeah. Watching, I mean, they would watch it. I think, um, like, Cody the Twirler. Like, yeah, he's yeah. so popular at the moment uh-huh. because he's a male Twirler. But it's just, like, <laughs> there's been male Twirlers and other Twirlers around. It's just, yeah. I don't know. I think it's just if you're around that, growing up around twirling, it's, it's nothing new, but I think it's just, it's a, there's just got to be a way to spread it out, I guess, a little bit more.
1: Well, thank you for everything you you do, and thank thank you for coming on our, our show today. (laughs) Thank you. I hope I did okay. Yeah, no, you're great. (laughs) Hey, listeners, if you enjoyed today's episode, subscribe to the Baton Twirling Podcast. If you'd like to follow up with us, read the show notes, or get some neat baton freebies, reach out by going to batontwirling101.com. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you next time.